Hey everyone, it's Frank and Jackie Red, and we're here with Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. And uh, if you hear a little bit of pain in my voice, it's because uh, Jackie is looking at the side of my head, and she just expressed a blackhead. Is that is that the the correct term? Is that what you would say? I popped the blackhead. I'm sorry, it's a, like an addiction of mine. I have to pop them. Here's something weird that she does, but obviously she might not be the only one. <laughs> Because I've seen literally hundreds of thousands to millions of views with people that watch different weird skin things being removed from somebody. And they, they show the procedure videos, if you will. And uh, yeah, they I don't know what it is. Maybe you, you guys on this podcast are listening. And uh, that's just weird. It is not weird. I got paid for a living doing that as a PA. But well... But I don't watch it on film. I, I do it just because it's fun. All I know is that those vi- videos are viral, so that's pretty crazy. But anyways, we are here to talk to you today about the immune and immune boosting uh, kit toolbox toolbox for your health. And so we especially want to first wish you a very happy, happy New Year. Woo! Welcome to 2019. It is going to be very awesome. All of the different content that we're going to bring you in 2019 on this station. So please make sure that you click that subscribe button so you can always receive this great content right on your smartphone or get an email from us or something like that to let us know that you are here for the long haul and you are here to really celebrate wellness here in the new year. And so without further ado, let's definitely talk about the immune boosting toolkit that we have in store for you. Stay tuned to the end. We're going to announce the winners of the Lifelong Vitality Kit that we are giving away and also the winners of my brand new Home Apothecary ebook. So we'll announce those at the very end of this. So you have to listen to us for at least a half hour to find out if you won or you could always just slide fast forward if you need to but then you're going to be missing out on all this great content so uh yeah so let's get started well first of all we have to define some terms and we also have to define some statuses if you will in order to be able to best understand where do we want to go in order to be able to help improve our immune system overall so i think that as a provider i want to make sure that i let you know that it's okay to get sick You don't have to worry about it being the end of the world, although I know that definitely some illnesses will make you feel like it's coming. But your immune system is a blessing. It was put there while you were created. It's in your genetics in order to be able to help you fight off different things that we have to come into contact with our environment. You know, we as human beings are still a part of this wonderful planet. And the problem is, is that there's a bunch of little one-celled organisms that are a part of this planet as well. And yes, some of them have bad agendas and some of them want to use you to help make sure that they stay alive. But that's okay because we've been armed with a bunch of really amazing cells and different types of organs in our body that help keep us well. And so this entire podcast is to talk about about how to boost those abilities in your body. That way, if you come across something that could be a threat to your system, your body will be able to respond in a very appropriate way. Yeah, so we're going to share with you guys four things that keep you sick or or in 
inhibit your immune response from working as well as it could be. And then we're going to give you guys the tools to strengthen your immune system. So let's start with the most important number one reason or number one thing that inhibits our effective immune response, and that is bad diet. Bad diet. So this is eating foods that you already know about, you know, eating foods, fast foods, quick foods, unhealthy foods, processed foods. Um, You might even have come to a point where you just don't even know what to eat. So, you know, if you go to my website, thepaleomama.com, I've got a little tab on the top called meal, uh, meal plans. And so this is the best way for you to stay on track and to stay healthy, to save money buying good food for your body. And honestly, sometimes it's even cheaper. So you can eat real food on a budget. Um, we did it for a long time. You know, you might not be able to buy everything organic. You might not be able to buy all the pastured, raised, grass-fed meats. That's okay. You know, the, the most important thing is, is that you are trading these unhealthy eating habits for better habits. And as you start to do that, you will see that diet is the most important thing that you can be on top of during the winter season and during even during your whole life. Yeah, so I a couple of thoughts came to mind while you were saying that. And those are all very, very good points, Jack. But um, we are looking at wanting to bring – matter of fact, Jackie and I had a conversation in the car on the way back from the gym about this, is that we understand that people are very scared of the kitchen these days. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, the most well-used appliance in the kitchen is probably the microwave. Absolutely. Because we are looking for keeping up with our very fast lifestyles. Uh, we often, and I'm, a, I'm definitely a, a guilty party of this as well, is this concept of being a yes man or a yes woman. And I have learned, and Jackie has really helped me learn, how to understand the concept of no. And the concept of no is way stronger than this concept of yes. Because even if you're saying yes to everything, what you don't realize is that subconsciously, in an indirect way, we are saying no to other things. Mm -hmm. And so if we continue to pile stuff onto our plate, not to use a funny metaphor, talking about nutrition and diet... But if we pile more and more stuff on our plate, then obviously it's going to start spilling over and we're not going to be able to give it the attention that it deserves. So with that being said, we want to start a new migration. We want to start a new movement. And that is going to be a movement of families and friends getting back together in the heart of the home the way that we were raised decades ago about getting back into the environment of the kitchen where there is community and there is laughter and there is people cooking nutritious food once again. And so we want to make sure that you understand how that works. And so we will be looking to inspire you over the course of 2019 to do just that. Yeah, and we'll, I'll link this down below, but I also created a, a Spotify playlist that we play during dinner and cooking times that just, it's family friendly and inspires dancing and singing in our kitchen. And I'll share that with you guys. I'm an 80s girl, so it's like giving you a burnt disc, you know. It's a mixtape. It's a mixtape. That's right. You remember sitting at the radio going, record, yep. trying to catch it at the right time. Um, but I'll share that in the in the notes below so that you guys can tune into that. Hopefully, it'll inspire lots of fun dancing, laughter in your kitchen. So number two 
The second thing that keeps our immune systems down is inadequate sleep. Take this one away, Frank. I tell you what, this is something that plagues everyone. I, I don't know what the percentages are, but you know, you're probably not listening to this podcast going, oh, that's entirely fine. I sleep like a baby. Because at any one time in our lives, we likely got hit with bouts of insomnia and different things that have kept us up. One of the most... Uh, I'd say one of the largest comp culprits to keeping us awake is that we don't shut our brain down. What we're doing now is that because we're now in the current situation of tablets, smartphones, and other blue light emitting uh, things near our near our beds, we plug them right in next to us. And if you don't have the discipline, like a lot of us do, to be able to be off of your phone at a particular time that you want your body to be asleep, those blue waves will actually, in fact energize your brain and wake it up. It is the blue light inside of natural daylight that that helps you wake. It, it really promotes the circadian rhythms uh, of your body. And when we're disrupting it by playing on these different devices at night, thinking that we're going to be clo- closing ourselves down when we're actually reactivating ourselves is not a good situation to be in. Additionally, adequate sleep is crucial because it helps the body in order to be able to produce all of the different types of intermediaries and the metabolic processes to happen to allow the immune system to work its best. If you ever notice that when you're really sick and you get a great night's sleep most of the time, if not all of the time, you wake up and you feel tremendously better. It's because your immune system operates very well while you're getting good sleep. Yep, and we'll give you guys some tips in the toolbox coming up on how to actually get good sleep. Um, and then number three, the third thing that inhibits effective immune response is stress. So this is stress in your emotional stress. This is physical stress. This is spiritual stress. All these different kind of stressors can... How about social stress? Social stress is huge, actually. How about those trolls on Facebook and social media? Does that not cause social stress for what a lot of people? What was that quote that I read to you about those trolls I, this morning? I, I, come oh, on. come on now. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, shame gremlin. Yes. It was a shame gremlin. shame gremlins in your life. You need to kick them out for once and for all. So I'm reading an amazing book right now called Dare to Lead. And By Benny... Ben, Brene Brown. Brene Brown. Brene Brown. Sorry. Yep. And in this book, she talks about the arena. And if you guys don't know the Theodore Roosevelt quilt, quote, pretty much, if you're not in the arena, fighting, struggling, falling down, failing, failing, then you have no right to tell me what to do. <laughs> you have to be in the arena with me in order for me to take advice from you, to listen to you, to listen to constructive criticism. This was my thing that changed my life last year because unfortunately I was doing that. I was taking all this crap from people who weren't in the arena fighting with me, struggling with me, working with me. And so, yeah, the quote was, if they're not in there with you, if these shame gremlins are bothering you and, you know, doing all these other things that are causing you stress, you got to kick them out. 
Um, I can't remember the exact thing. The, the that exact was a Jackie paraphrase. That was my Jackie paraphrase. So we could talk an entire we could talk an entire episode on social stress and how to detoxify yourself. But let me talk about one more other thing because as we move along and sort of deconstruct the immune system and ways that you can help improve it throughout the toolkit that we're going to provide for you, is that we want to talk about another thing called oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is happening at the cellular level of your body. We don't know about this, but there are different ways that your body will undergo different types of oxidative stress. There's two different main ways that you can break down oxidative stress, and that would be from an exogenous way or an endogenous way. When we look at exogenous ways, that could be something like sunlight. Sunlight, the ultraviolet component of sunlight, can cause oxidative stress. When we look at cigarette smoking, that absolutely causes oxidative stress inside of your body. So those are exogenous forms or outside in the environment. Endogenous, on the other hand, are those things that happen inside of our internal systems. One of the biggest endogenous culprits of oxidative stress is our metabolism. Our metabolism, if you were to get down to the uh, biochemical level, you'd be looking at different types of ions and molecules working together to cause your body to be able to create energy in the form of adenosine triphosphate, or ATP. Well, the downside is is that during that process, we need to have something like a oxidative excuse me, a, uh, an antioxidant to be able to absorb a couple of electrons that happen during that entire cascade. Sort of very similar to like how, you know, electricity works in a house. Something has to be there to receive it in order to be able for there to be no stress that can happen because of it. So we're going to talk more about those different types of supplements and different things that you can do or different things that we do in order to minimize oxidative stress because oxidative stress ultimately can lead to different things like really bad inflammation in the body. It can lead to, you know, disease states. And uh, it unfortunately is one of the largest components of heart disease and cardiovascular problems in America is unnoticed oxidative stress until it becomes so bad and so overwhelming that it ends up uh, really hurting Americans by and far across the country. What? (laughs) So I'm glad he's here because he can explain all that. Um, So number four, The fourth thing that inhibits effective immune response is an inactive lifestyle. So this is, you know, if this is you, this is you don't get up and walk around much. You're not exercising daily or getting some kind of movement into your, into your lifestyle. You're, you know, watching, unfortunately, the average American watches four hours of television a day. Which just kind of boggles my mind. And most of them are playing with a device while they're while watching, they're watching yeah. TV. So they've got a lot of different things going on. No, don't worry, guys. We're not judging you. No, not at all. Judge-free zone. This is judge-free. We're just saying there is a better way. There's a lot way. of facts. There's there, a lot of facts This is out the there. facts. This is what we are up against in our culture today. I, I mean, I, I don't know how many different types of recovery meetings I've ever been to that it said, unfortunately, the very first step is to admit the problem. Mm-hmm. You have to name the problem. You cannot allow something to say, well, that's not me, or that's okay, I've got it under control. I mean, like, folks, I had a problem with social media in the sense that I noticed that I was looking at my phone a great deal. Jackie had to point it out to me that I was doing that a lot. And finally, I came to the point where I set my pride down and said, you're right, I have a problem. And here's my problem. My problem is that I hang out on social media way too much, and I need to be hanging out with our family more. Mm-hmm. 
Very good. So let's give you guys some tools to strengthen your immune system. As you can see, this is called Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. However, we believe in addressing the whole person. We don't think oils are going to solve all of your problems without the proper things like proper diet, good sleep, good stress levels managed. All of that has to come into play. So the first thing that we mentioned that is very important for strengthening your immune system is a healthy diet. And so throughout your uh, you know, season, there's some foods that I can suggest that you eat, and I'll also include some herbs in there as well, that can actually boost your immune system. Um, bone broth, number one, hands down, the best thing that you could be taking right now during the winter months and beyond is bone broth. This is a old classic remedy that has, you know, it can kill pathogens that cause different kinds of infections in your body. Um, especially if you get your bones that you're making or if you're getting by in the soup from uh, bones that come from healthy raised chickens or healthy raised pork. You can, I mean, pork soup is amazing. And if you're using great, uh, a resource for your bone broth, then it's going to be even better for you. Um, we'll link below a bone broth recipe that you can make in 90 minutes if you have an instant pot. If not, you we'll can put a link for that too. Yeah, we'll put a link for that. And if you have a crock pot, you can cook it in your crock pot. It's so easy to make your own bone broth. But if you don't have time to do that, you can also buy good bone broth from the store. So I recommend having bone broth on hand all the time. And me and the kids and Frank have been having soup every day. So I've been making a different kind of soup, you know, chicken soup. Uh, we, had some, we made a sausage and kale soup. Just having fun making different soups, that is a great way to get your bone broth in. Now, my kids drink bone broth straight, <laughs> so I'll even warm up a mug for them. They like salt in it, and they like a little lemon juice, and that's how they can take it, and it's good to them. So um, try, you know, if you want to get it into your body that way, try t making a mug of bone broth um, and at night to wind down. Another good thing that you can add to your diet is that's going to boost your immune system is ginger. Now, ginger is um, something that is specifically known for fighting the rhinovirus. And so this is the virus that's responsible for many of the colds that we have. So, you know, ginger, throwing it into your bone broth, making ginger tea, eating ginger, uh, you know, in your chicken soup, even just grating a couple tablespoons of it and putting on, you know, in your recipes, cooking your meat and tacos, put it in there. It is so good for your body. Um, you, if you don't want to keep, you know, raw ginger on hand, I get, I get uh, dried ginger that I use as well, just to have it, just in case my raw ginger has kind of gone a little bit bad in the fridge. But use ginger a lot, okay? Um, number three is garlic. Garlic is another very powerful antiviral. It's anti-everything. Antibacterial, antifungal, and it boosts your immune system like nothing else. It is an amazing thing to take when you feel like you're getting sick. So one of my favorite ways to take it, and if you're hardcore like me, take two pieces of cheese. Actually, I couldn't do this right now because I am dairy-free, but... 
If you're not, <laughs> take two pieces of cheese and put a clove of garlic in between it like a sandwich and pop that into your mouth. You won't even taste the garlic. Well, you will a little bit, but the cheese does a really good job at keeping that strong garlic taste down. Um, throw garlic into your soups. Throw it into everything that you're cooking um, so that you're able to get the amazing benefits of garlic. You know what's funny about garlic is I remember – why do I remember that old – telemarketing or telecommercial, if you will, about that, where it said that, you know, if you eat garlic, you sleep well, Mm -hmm. and then it goes, you sleep alone, but you sleep well. Yes, you do. (laughs) So garlic is really awesome. Um, A couple herbs that you can definitely start using as well, echinacea. So echinacea is a great immune booster. Um, I recommend just buying the tea bags of it. It's great and easy to take that way. It's pretty palatable, so your kids would love it with a little bit of honey, uh, a little bit of cream maybe, and it is a great tea to use when you're feeling under the weather. Um, Another one is elderberry, and if you purchased my brand new book, The Home Apothecary, which by the way, um, is going to print, and we will be sending out all of the pre-order copies that you guys have ordered this month. So you'll have the hard copy of that book, or you can purchase the ebook. We'll link it down below. Um, but elderberry syrup is so good. And I'm not going to lie, last year when we were traveling, I didn't want to make my own elderberry syrup. I wasn't home to collect my elderberries, and I had to buy it. And it was almost impossible to find. So elderberry syrup is very easy to make. Um, if you're lucky to have somebody who has frozen elderberries right now, um, get it from them and make some elderberry syrup. If not, you can purchase dried elderberries and make your own syrup or just buy the pre-made elderberry syrup from the store. So the last herb that I wanted to recommend was turmeric. And I'm going to let Frank talk about this because turmeric is one of his favorite herbs that he takes every day in his coffee. Yeah, I, uh, I actually not only take it in the coffee, I also actually have capsulized turmeric that I do as well. And then, of course, essential oil turmeric. And yeah, I get it in every way that I possibly can. So as a person who suffers from like chronic, or I should say like long-standing everything, um, I, I feel you when it comes to understanding the pathogenesis, if you will, or the reason why something happens. And so... Um, there is a quite a bit of inflammation that can happen inside of our bodies. And a lot of that inflammation will lead to eventual pain. Pain is to let us know that something is not right in the body, right? Uh, it definitely will catch your attention. Pain always catches people's attention. And so I have realized that curcumin, which is the main constituent in turmeric, is unbelievably powerful in ensuring the appropriate levels of inflammatory response in the body. Meaning that we don't want too little and we don't want too much. There are these disease states that, you know, having too little of inflammation is not a good thing. And then, of course, having too much inflammation is not a good thing. And so I have realized and I, I feel like I'm doing a decent job of harnessing the power of turmeric. And I really want to make sure that you are doing that as well. It's very important to make sure that you consider all the different types of turmeric to get inside of your body. Because like I said, curcumin is the main constituent. It's the two, it's the portion of turmeric that actually gives it the yellow color, um, which ends up staining everything. everything. If you, God forbid, if you spill it on something, I wish you the best. Although, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> um, we, we, we realized that just letting soap sit on it, like a natural soap sit on it for a while, does a really good job of cleaning it up. But anyway, um, it's really only about, I'd say like, like three, per, three or 4% of the turmeric is curcumin, but it is the thing that is 100% the most useful portion of the turmeric. And so, um, if you can get your hands on whole herb turmeric, do it. If you want to use a little bit of essential oil, that's fine too. But really the biggest thing is, is to make sure that you get turmeric any way that you possibly can inside of your body. Um, chai teas now are starting to be very fortified with turmeric. You'll find a lot of coffees will be fortified with turmeric because we understand the power of turmeric. Now, there's a couple of different other essential oils and or you know, additives that I want to make sure that you get along with the turmeric. And that is I couple mine with pink pepper. Um, I either use pink pepper essential oil or I will also use black pepper essential oil. And of course, I use black pepper all over food. Black pepper is chock full of copper. Copper is very good for immune systems. And uh, and the two of them together really give a very good, powerful oomph to, to your immune system and ensure those healthy inflammatory levels. So the next thing that you can pull out of your toolbox to strengthen your immune system is getting good sleep. And so Frank touched on this already a little bit, and, you know, so we won't go into it too much, but... It's really important to set hours, I believe, for yourself and and to create a habit of going to bed at a certain time or shutting the computer off at a certain time, um, you know, turning the lights down at a certain time. And what's really crazy is habits actually don't become autom- automatic. You know, you are constantly having to work at your habits, work at your rituals and create these, you know, this lifestyle that you want. So one of the things that we've done is, you know, we've put in uh, blue blocking lights in our bedroom. So, you know, you can get a yellow light bulb and put the yellow light bulb on in your bedroom. Use that as a lamp. Um, read more at night and make sure that you shut down at a certain time. So our lights go off at what, like 930? We're, I <laughs> Sometimes mean, there's, nine. There's often that we're actually in the bed right. at 730 to eight. Yeah. True. We're actually in the bed winding down yep. at 730. Reading to eight. or, you know, watching something. And on that Netflix. seems crazy, but we also get up at five in the morning. But we get up really early. So, but we like that and that schedule works for us. I love having an hour and a half to myself before my kids wake up. I feel like what that does for me is I'm able to fill myself up as a mom. I'm able to do my Bible reading and pray and do my other reading. And I feel good when the kids wake up. I'm ready to go. I've got, you know, lunches going. I've got dinner scheduled. I've got breakfast on the table. And I feel it sets my day up for major success if I do that. All right, so let me give you five quick tips to better sleep right now. There's also a podcast that I've done. If you go check out a sister podcast called uh, Unconventional wellness radio. Um, you're very welcome to go see the podcast that I've done on getting good sleep. But here's five tips real quick. Number one, set a bedtime. Number two, make sure that your bed is only used for two things. And that would either be sleep or sex. Okay. We're all adults here. That's the only thing that your bed should be used for. You shouldn't be using it to watch TV, do homework, um, play on your phone. You should not be doing it for any of those things. It should be used for only bedtime, sleep or sex. Okay. Number three, have the environment of your room enjoyable or relaxing. So think like dark environment, think cool environment if it's in the summer or think a warmer environment if it's in the winter. Okay. But you want to make sure that it looks like a safe haven to what is going on inside of your bedroom, which is sleep. Number three is 
get comfortable clothing on and make your bed comfortable. It should be inviting. So, you know, if you have um, neck concerns or something like that, get the right pillows, okay? Having like neck concerns, trying to go to sleep, good luck because most people will be restless and things like that. And then number five is get the electronic devices out of your house or I should say out of your room, okay? I take mine and I mean, until I became super disciplined with it, I would actually plug it in another room. That way I knew that I wouldn't get up and do it. And then another huge feature on a phone is the do not disturb feature. We have ours turned on from the time that we want to not be bothered at night to the time that we're okay to be bothered in the morning. Um, that way it doesn't go off. You can set it to where only people in your family or something like that can actually touch base with you. Um, and it'll actually go off, you know, regularly if you want them to do that. So those are five tips that you can use right now to get better sleep. So the third thing in your toolbox that we want to give you guys is some tools to manage your stress. Um, and this is super important to me because I have been in the spot where stress has just been so overwhelming and exhausting and creates different sicknesses. Um, and so some of the things that I've written down for letting you guys uh, you know, know is to create routines and rituals. Um, two months ago, I said I wasn't going to just wake up and roll out of bed and go sit down on the couch and wait for the kids to wake up. I was going to create a routine. So I'm going to share with you guys my routine because I love, you know, hearing everyone else's routine. It's like, I love hearing what people do to really set their mindset uh, in their, in their body up for success for the day. So my routine is this. I wake up at five to five thirty. I don't wake up by an alarm clock. Um, my body wakes me up naturally, and that's because I go to bed on time. I immediately wake up, and I go to the bathroom, and I scrape my tongue, okay? So I scrape my tongue about 10 times with a tongue scraper, and then I brush my teeth. I floss. I use on-guard mouthwash right after, which is incredible. I wash my face. Um, I sometimes exfoliate my face, too, because... You know, we need to be doing that, especially in the winter. It's very dry. And I brush my hair. And so that is what I do before I even walk out of my bedroom. Now, before, I was actually rolling out of bed and leaving the bedroom right away. And so this really helps to wake me up. It takes me about five minutes. That's it. And I really feel good. And my body feels good after that. I walk out. I immediately fill up our diffusers with essential oils and water, and I fill up my body with water. So I, I fill up my water, I drink a, as much as I can because we wake up thirsty, and I take my probiotic on an empty stomach, and I take a digestive enzyme. So right after that, I turn my kettle on to make my um, hot coffee, decaf coffee, and at that point, my coffee's ready, I sit down, and I, you know, I do my meditating and my Bible reading, and that is a very good way that I manage my stress. You know, like I said, I feel like I'm a happier mom, I'm healthier, um, I'm taking care of my body, self-care is so important. And so maybe some of those ideas will help you when you're waking up. So um, another thing is to balance your schedule. So I know a lot of people I work with, a lot of women um, who really don't have a schedule. They they just wake up, they either stay at home or they just, you know, 
fly by the seat of their pants. And I just don't know how they do that because that would drive me nuts. Now, I'm not naturally a very organized person. In fact, my number two strength, believe it or not, this is a strength, is adaptability. My bottom strength is actually discipline. So this creates a lot of me having to stick with my routines and my rituals to be successful in my life for my mindset to be good. So maybe you're similar and you have no discipline in your life. Well, you have to create rituals that you stick to that will set you up for better success. So balance your schedule, you know, write out what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. You know, who you're going to call if you need a reminder to kiss your husband when he walks in, set that reminder. That's really, really important. Um, diffusing and applying oils were the last thing I want to talk about for managing your stress. So diffusing is incredible for your emotional well-being because we breathe in and our limbic system it all responds to what we are breathing into our body and so I don't go into a room until I put on the diffuser um, because I need to have those oils and specific oils like uh, lavender and serenity if you're using doTERRA essential oils balance um, peace, all of these are very grounding, very emotionally supportive essential oils. Citrus oils as well. I love diffusing tangerine and peppermint. In fact, I'm diffusing it right now. It smells incredible together. And also don't forget to apply oils onto yourself. That was part of my morning routine that I skipped. I always put a little bit of neroli on my body and I always put some balance on my body as well. So... Number four. That was powerful. Right. That was a lot. I felt like I was, was rambling. And, so. and that's been a uh, and that's been a uh, 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 journey, if you will. It has. Like I noticed that you know you incorporated this and then this and then this and then this, and so it's been really it's been really revolutionizing for her guys. Um, she is like. Oh. The best of herself every morning when she wakes up and does that. I know that and she it, has to uh, disappear into the bathroom, do her thing, and then I'm the one that actually I still get up and I go make my coffee, if you will, and stretch and all that kind of stuff. And then I know that when she comes out, she always has a big smile on her face. I'm ready She's to go. She's like ready to attack the yep. day. So that's been really cool. All right, so exercise. Do I need to say more? Um, get out, exercise. It'll help you get tired. Uh, make sure that you don't exercise before a couple of hours before you want to go to sleep because, of course, it will improve, or I should say, it will boost your metabolism and then that may make it difficult for you to actually get to sleep um, but move okay like you just need to move briskly walk around play with your kids um, play with your husband <laughs> you know what I mean like do stuff and get active all right um, it, it's not important enough to watch Netflix and binge and things like that until you make sure that you put a priority of exercise and movement into your life you guys know I'm not gonna sit around my soapbox and tell you about exercise we know all the benefits of exercise get out out or stay in and get it done. All right. So number five, uh, number five is supplements. Number six is oils. So let's talk a little bit about what supplements you could be taking to keep your immune system healthy. So the first one, I don't know. Do you think vitamin D3 is the most important? I think so, because guess what a lot of people do in the winter? 
especially now that we're talking about it now. They hang out inside. Yeah. That's the reason why the winter, by the way, is known as the flu season is because it's not because the flu is more active during the winter. The flu influenza does not like hang out like Santa Claus and only comes out for one month and then disappears up to the North Pole and then comes back down whenever it wants to. No, instead, influenza is always around. But the problem is, or the thing is, is that we are inside more often. And so therefore, we have more contact with others. And so that's the reason why flu seasons happen from December until usually about March in some places. But that's why is because we're more in contact with one another. But vitamin D3, crucially important reason why is because we don't get enough of it while we're hanging out inside. And so that is definitely a supplement that we utilize, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, during the winter, especially in order to make sure that those levels stay where, they're, where they are supposed to. So how much D3 should people take? We'll link down below what we take, but we'll answer this question. I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, it's a thousand international units, I think per... 25 or 30 per, 30 yeah. pounds per body weight. So take your body weight um, and then make sure that you just multiply it by 1,000. So that's five to 8,000. Let me say that right. I said that improperly. If you're 200 pounds, right? Let's just say you're 200 pounds. That means that I should be taking 4,000 or excuse me, 8,000 international units per day because you do 25 pounds into the 200 that comes up with eight and then eight times 1,000 would be 8,000 international units. So it's one, or excuse me, it's 1,000 international units per 25 pounds of body weight daily. That's the recommended. So if you have kids and a family, we recommend getting the drops because that way, you know, our kids, it's part of our morning routine. When they're eating breakfast, we drop the right amount into their, you know, into their mouth. So don't get a dropper with 8,000 if you want to give it to your kids because that would be too much for them. Get a dropper for 1,000 or 2,000 um, and use that for each family member, you can drop it right into your mouth. And if you're feeling like you're going to be coming under the weather, make sure that you do just a little bit more. Some some places say double that. Some places say triple that. Just be mindful that vitamin D is one of those ones that is fat-soluble, which means that it can actually stay in the body a little while longer. And so what we would recommend is to just stay on your whatever that recommended amount is and then make sure that you you know, you know bolster that if you're if you're feeling not so hot. So the next one is vitamin C. So talk about vitamin C, Frank. Well, vitamin C has been like one of those things that, gosh, I remember when I was a kid that it was like, hey, go out and go get orange juice if you're feeling ill. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that there's actually some validity to that. Um, it doesn't stop you ever from getting sick, but what it can do is because of its antioxidant abilities, it's one of the most powerful antioxidants, which we'll talk about a couple more here in a second. But it's one of the most powerful antioxidants that will help a person recover in a much more efficient way if they do get sick. So we definitely would recommend using vitamin C um, when you're not feeling so hot in order to make sure that those levels stay well. Taking vitamin C during the day, though, um, some places will say yes, some places will say no. The thing about vitamin C is it is a water-soluble vitamin, meaning that if your body doesn't need it, you pee it out. So therefore, if you're taking vitamin C every single day, um, some places will say that you want to have the time-release version, and I would actually say that that's the type of version that we also take. But taking a bunch of vitamin C See, for no apparent reason, you're just causing yourself to have very expensive urine. So you were talking to me about glutathione and how important that is um, 
when you are not feeling so well. So why don't you explain to people why that's a good supplement to take? So glutathione is um, something that you don't wouldn't know about unless you study biochemistry, but glutathione is a very important player in the production of a lot of different things, um, namely one of which is its ability to uh, help something which is known as the Krebs cycle. It was named for the researcher that discovered it. But the Krebs cycle is a portion of how we turn uh, really kind of basic glucose into energy. And so glutathione has a portion of that. But the biggest role that I think glutathione plays in the body is its ability to be a very powerful antioxidant. It is actually probably Probably your body's toughest and most powerful antioxidant. And the thing is, is that we have a lot of things that can interrupt or cause our bodies to run at very low levels of glutathione. Um, there's some different medications that have been known to actually cause depletions of glutathione levels in people. And so when you're around this type of season, you want to make sure that you keep those glutathione um you know, the, the, the metabolic, or excuse me, the metabolism or the synthesis of glutathione happening in your body. A lot of different bacteria and virus, or excuse me, bacteria and funguses or fungi can actually cause or can actually create glutathione. Your body can make it naturally as well from different amino acids. So it is not something that you always need to supplement, but it is not a bad one to consider if you're feeling not so hot. So, um, Best way to make sure that you're producing plenty of glutathione is follow a lot of the things that we just said. Keep yourself a nice, healthy, well, um, healthy wellness lifestyle. And honestly, glutathione can be very powerful as a great antioxidant for you as well. Last supplement that I would just want to briefly mention is zinc. Um, if you take zinc within 24 hours of feeling like you have a cold, it can help kick that cold faster and help decrease the symptoms. So, um, so those were the supplements that we wanted to mention. Wrap up with some of oils and herbs. Of course, make sure that you're taking your multivitamin or your lifelong vitality complex. Um, that is going to be the foundation for your health. Uh, the last thing is oils. So let's talk about essential oils and how amazing they are for boosting your immune system. So my number one recommendation is On Guard. And so if you don't know what On Guard is, is an immune boosting blend that doTERRA has. If you have another, you know, brand that you use, it, it's a blend of eucalyptus, cinnamon, and clove, and all these really great herbs that are known for boosting your immune system. And so I use On Guard like everywhere um, during these winter months and even beyond. So make a hand sanitizer with some On Guard. You can use some witch hazel and 10 drops of On Guard in a spray bottle. Take that with you everywhere. Spray the shopping carts. You know, spray your kids' hands. Hand washing is like the most important thing oh, yeah. for staying hand healthy. Wash. Hand wash, definitely. So wash your hands. Make your kids wash their hands anytime you take them to a park or uh, uh, Or you um, get down, ready to sit down for a meal. Yes. Kids already, yeah, my kids are trained. Touched. My kids yeah. are trained. Go to the bathroom, go, go the wash bathroom. your hands. That's right. Go to the bathroom, go wash your hands. 
So that's really, really important. So using your on-guard hand sanitizer um, and then also eucalyptus. So eucalyptus is uh, an essential oil. I love diffusing eucalyptus, especially because it's actually cheap. So it's a cheaper essential oil and it's great to diffuse because it can help to relieve any kind of feelings of congestion. Um, it can help anything with the respiratory system. It has um, some things in it that you can use to rub on you, you know, so rub it on your body, make a salve with it, you know, put them on the bottoms of your feet, um, put it in your in your socks with some garlic or onions. That's like an old wives trick. And it's really great for helping to relieve congestion. You want to talk about the next one? Uh, I'll talk about the next two. Okay. Um, we can talk about oregano, oregano, by the way. Um Guys, it's one of those ones that I anti just, everything. Yeah, we add it to we add it to on guard. Um, just make sure that you know. Just one piece of advice is don't ever use it for more than ten days because it's how it works in the the, the environment of your internal system is that it can uh, wipe out uh, good bacteria as well. And so you want to make sure that you uh, don't use it for more than that. And if you are going to go ahead and use it, just like you would. With any, um, you know, post-treatment, if you will, for anything, make sure you start on some probiotics as well because you really need to make sure that you put um, those probiotics um, both while you're using it and then also be- boosting them up again um, after you're done using it if you use it for 10 full days. Lastly is tea tree oil. Melaleuca, besides the fact that it's great for the skin, um, it's really wonderful to use with On Guard and kind of spray it all over the house in order to be able to sort of dis- or to, to just wipe out anything that could be uh, potentially threatening to you, if you will, inside of that environment. It's really good to eradicate um, anything that might still be around, um, you know, inside of your household during these months. So once a month, I actually put a couple drops of oregano in our chicken water and also in our goat's water. And I do that once a month with oregano. And then frequently, I'll do it with melaleuca. And that just really helps our livestock animals get also essential oils in their body and to keep them healthy as well. So let's talk about a couple of the different concoction preparations that you love to make, one of which is your elderberry stuff. And then why don't you talk to people about fire cider? Ooh, fire cider is a old classic tonic that is excellent to use when you are starting to get the sniffles. It has like onions in it, horseradish, turmeric, um, ginger, jalapenos. It is a spicy vinegar drink. It's infused into some apple cider vinegar. And what it does is it just, when you take a shot of it, literally you're taking a shot of it, it helps your mucous membranes drain, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's so good. Like, it's amazing. It, it hurts so bad, it's good. It, it's weirdly and wildly addicting. Yeah. Because I never can wait for my next shot of fire cider. Yeah, it's really um, good. So I recommend fire cider throughout the winter months and, and, and during times where you're feeling like you're getting a cold or the onset of a cold or if you have the sniffles or a sinus infection, that's what you would use fire cider for. I... I'm pretty confident you won't convince your kids to take it, though. So it's more like an adult, um, you know, tonic that you can take. So what else did you want to hear about? And um, we'll actually put a link to the fire cider. We'll link down well. below, yeah. yeah. Um, fire cider, the recipe, I have two in my brand new home apothecary cookbook. I have a cheater fire cider, a quickie one that you can make in a day. And then the the old, you know, famous one is made 
within like three or four weeks. So if you don't want to wait that long, you want to make it really quick, you can make my quickie fire starter. Elderberry. And then we'll get wrapped So up. I briefly talked about elderberry syrup already, oh, but yeah. elderberries are um, very great at boosting your immune system. And so elderberry syrup is a, a recipe that uses usually three parts, um, you know, three parts to it. It has part alcohol, uh, part uh, honey, and then part syrup or the elderberry mixture. And so this is a great um, way to really, this is a great one for your kids. Um, we have an alcohol-free one, but even the alcohol one, it doesn't have enough to where, and you're not going to be giving them a lot to where they're going to get drunk or anything. Um, and we also recommend using a little bit in some hot water, and that helps to really um, evaporate some of the alcohol. But the alcohol really keeps it vibrant. It keeps it good for months and months. The alcohol-free one is just the honey and the infused elderberries into that honey. And so this one is great if you have younger kids and... Um, if there's any kind of cough or sore throat, honey and raw honey is very soothing and lubricating to the um, to the respiratory system. And so elderberry syrup is a great one that you can take every single day during the winter um, season, during the cold and flu season, to keep yourself healthy and your kids healthy. All right. So that was like literally 45 minutes of yumminess. So I'm going to... Yumminess? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I've ever heard you say that one. I'm going to say yumminess again. There's the second time. So... Uh, but that was 45 minutes of just so chock full of information, guys. And we really hope that you learned some things. We want to make sure that you understand how to keep yourself nice and running optimally um, while you're actually, you know, going through these different seasons of life. So with that being said, let's do some giveaways. Okay, so we are giving away a, uh, I think that would be the winner for the first one. So we're giving away my brand new ebook, The Home Apothecary, to the person who commented and left a review on our iTunes on November 27th for Mr. Star, for M-R-S-T-A-R. Thank you for your comment. Um, he said, or she said, I really enjoy listening to the podcast. I learn something new every episode. Keep up the good work. Thank you for that. And just for leaving that, we're going to give you a free home apothecary ebook. Please email frank at ritzessentials.com. That's R-I-T-Z essentials.com. Okay. And then we had some awesome reviews. Thank you guys so much. We have three people that we are going to give the Lifelong Vitality Supplement Pack. It is over $100 retail, and we're giving three of those away. So the first one we're going to give to the username MCONWELL78. McConwell, right? McConwell, yeah. McConwell78. Thank you so much for your amazing review that you left yesterday, and we really appreciate it. Aunt 80 GM, you left an awesome review for us. Um, we're going to give you the Lifelong Vitality Pack and as well as M.I. Patico. Actually, I don't know if that's M. Well, it's either M.I. or M.L., but M.I. or M.L. P.E.T.I.C.O. So email frank at ritzessentials.com. Let us know that you won and that is you. And we will be mailing this out to you guys this week. Absolutely. So that you can have a great and healthy January. 
All right. Well, we hope that this is uh, something that you found some value to. So as always, we want to make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Uh, Make sure that you also share our podcast because there might be somebody in your life that needs this information. So by all means, share our podcast as well as uh, leaving us ratings and reviews. As you can see, we want to benefit you that benefit us. Um, So make sure that you write those things. And we are going to be bringing you some really great podcasts here in the near future. We're going to be talking about some kids' health. We're going to be talking about other really good first-of-the-year concepts that we know that a lot of people are focusing on with resolutions if you do that and things like that. So anyway, until the next podcast, this is Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. I'm Frank, and this is Jackie Ritz. And we cannot wait to see you on our very next podcast. Have a great new year, everyone.